Drive Home Live and Local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. President Biden says he's pardoning the thousands of Americans who were previously convicted of simple federal charges related to marijuana possession. The major step is meant to relieve them of the burden of being denied housing, employment, and educational opportunities, according to the president. He's also asking governors to take a similar action on a state level and for the Department of Health and Human Services and DOJ to quickly review how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. Well, good morning and uh, welcome to uh, craziness in uh, the United <laughs> States. Um, that's uh, one of the big stories we will be talking about today here on News Talk KBOI. Do you, uh, do you have a list of people who will be uh, getting out of jail soon? Um, not, that I, not that I know of. It's not something I think that I, <laughs> my friends uh, ever shared with. Yeah, I don't think I know anybody who's uh, in jail for uh, marijuana. Yeah, um, but apparently there are a lot of people. But um, if you are either uh, in jail or if you had been charged, those charges will be vacated. Your record will be cleaned, mm-hmm. and it will be like you never smoked marijuana before. Now, how about starting tomorrow if you get picked up for it in, in states where it's not legal? Like, for instance, oh, I don't know, here? Well, and that's, that's another question I have. Um, I think it clears your record, and, and this isn't something I know because it's something so new. It just happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. It clears your record federally, but if it's against the law in the ah, state of Idaho, I, I don't think... You're going to be cleared. Now, you'll be cleared of federal charges, right. but if you didn't have any federal charges and you're in a state like Idaho who, so, um, you know, the, the uh, devil's hippie lettuce is not allowed, <laughs> then uh, your state charges, nothing's going to happen to those. You can, the, you can bask in the glow knowing that uh, you will only be in uh, state uh, prison and, and not at Leavenworth. Yeah. Okay, great. I, I, I think. Like I said, this is this is fairly new, but uh, from what I understand, it it clears federal charges. Which, by the way, um, if you're if you're arrested federally tomorrow, that won't happen because it's already federally okay, right? I don't know. Didn't, I'm I'm so confused. First of all, I, think I don't marijuana was okay uh, since since I don't smoke it, I don't pay that close of attention to it. And by the way, I don't you know chew the gummies and all that stuff well, either. Now you can. It's it's legal. But I, it's I, like, but it's I still like, don't want to. It's like drinking a beer. Supposedly, as far as far as the legalities goes, I know, and look, I know there are people on both sides of this um, that thinks you know marijuana is nothing worse than you know chewing tobacco, mm-hmm. um, smoking cigarettes, uh, drinking whiskey or beer, mm-hmm. and that it should be federally and statewide. Um, be okay, and everybody should be able um, to do it whenever and wherever they want. And that's why uh, we have a show like this, so that you can call in, especially on a day like today, and uh, we'll get your thoughts. Uh, We'll be talking about this throughout the morning. By the way, we will be talking about this throughout the morning live at Deja Brew Bistro in Meridian. Now, if you're going, I remember a place called Deja Brew Laffa Latte. It's weird that they stole their name. Well, they didn't steal their name. They just changed their name because uh, I think there was some confusion that a lot of people thought that this was a uh, comedy club. Oh, yeah. La- laugh a latte. Yeah. You could, uh, you, could uh, you know, sip coffee and uh, watch a comedian, uh, which is only half true here. You uh, can sip coffee 
um, breakfast. Um, they've got fresh-made pastries, mm. and uh, they open up at 7 o'clock this morning. Now, yes, we are here in downtown, the heart of downtown Meridian. And uh, the one thing I did notice is just how beautiful a morning it is. Um, usually at this time of year, we wouldn't be saying, hey, come on in, sit out on the patio, enjoy your breakfast. Um, but this is a type of day where we can say, come on in, sit out on the patio. It's, like I said, it's dark now, but as it starts to light up here yes. this morning, it's going to be a beautiful morning as, out there. As Yogi Berra used to say, not a breath of air out there. It's, uh, it's very clear. We're uh, almost through the uh, mid part, to the mid part of October. Um, played some golf yesterday and just reveled on just how absolutely amazingly beautiful it was yesterday. I can always tell what your score is because if you come back and talk about the weather, your score wasn't that good. Uh, yeah, my score was just okay. Yeah. I, I could have played way better. But because when, just, when you do well, the first thing out of your mouth is 73 <laughs> or something like that. I wish. Well, whatever, uh, whatever the number but, is. But, man, it, it's just absolutely beautiful. And still, just in shock, I don't know how much of you paid attention, but leaves are just barely starting to change and here we are and usually by now leaves have fallen off the trees and i'm paying people to come rake them up for me i've started getting notices you know about how many bags i can put out in front of my house that'll be taken away in Mm. bags of leaves i'm thinking wow they actually think i rake (laughs) do you have any of the leaves started falling at at your house no not yet yeah we were up in uh, joseph for a wedding which is in the mountains in oregon and that was just a couple of weeks ago. Leaves hadn't even started changing in, in mm. the mountains areas. So, um, yeah, the, the warm weather having something to do with causing late-season leaf fall. So uh, more than likely what will happen is um, here in the next two to three weeks, on one day you'll go outside and everything will have dropped from the trees. Um, coming up here for you this morning, uh, like I said, we're at Deja Brew Bistro. Um, we've got your chance uh, coming up here this morning to text and win your final pair of tickets to the Boise State Bronco game. These tickets all of a sudden yesterday became really, really valuable. Uh, Boise State has already sold out the Fresno State game. Oh, wow. Um, doesn't happen very often that there is a sellout, um, and it really is rare when they sell out this many days uh, ahead of the game. So as of yesterday, an official sellout, but we have your tickets coming up here this morning. Listen for your cue to text, and then just text the word Broncos, you could get that final pair of tickets it will have um, for our text to win contest, which we're giving away tickets for every single home game. And if that's not enough, um, also here at Deja Brew at some time this morning, if you want to uh, come in, we're going to be giving away a um, pair of uh, pieces of paper that get you into a uh, entertainment venue where there's mm-hmm. bands, um, the football is being played, mm-hmm. there's food, there's drinks, and there's lots and lots of people. Um, and from what I understand, this particular entertainment venue is sold out tomorrow. Oh, coincidence that we were just talking about something very similar. It's very similar, right? Yeah. Um, you know, due to legalities, I can't mention exactly what that is that we are giving away here. Legalities, live. legalities, legalities. <laughs> Deja brew. You know, if, if Biden had gone the extra step and, you know, said he's going to pardon people who talk about, you know, the thing I'm not allowed to talk about, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe I would talk about it and not have fear of being arrested yeah. or something. I'm sure this is perfectly clear to anyone who's listening. <laughs> A um, few other surprises. Our phone lines are open. It is Open Phones Friday, and that means we'll talk about anything that you want to talk about. Easiest way to do that is by giving us a call at 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, it's brought to you by Fast Eddies and Meridian. Gas prices on the rise. Still want to save up to $1.40 per gallon per fill-up. 
you can do that. Get into Fat uh, Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Roads, just across the street from Lowe's. Right now, it's time for a check on what is going on in sports this morning. It's brought to you by... Fat Guy's Fresh Deli, Friday, the day to get in if you love clam chowder because it's the best clam chowder you're going to find. It's made from scratch every single Friday, and you can get it at both locations, East Boise and in Meridian. If you watched Thursday Night Football, you were maybe hoping to see Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos actually pick up some steam in the AFC West with some home cooking against a Colts team that was without their best running back, without their best running backs, plural, and not playing all that great. As it turned out, Broncos didn't look very good, especially in overtime. This is going to be a 48-yard field goal for Chase McLaughlin. He's knocked down two over 50, this one from 48. Matt Hawk to be the holder, ball between the hash marks. There's a snap, there's the hold, kick is on the way, and it is right down the middle! Chase McLaughlin, four for four tonight. And the Colts have the lead in overtime. It's 12-9. to It's overtime. The Broncos would get a possession, and they would drive into the red zone. And an opportunity to tie the game on a fourth and goal. Instead, opting to go for the win. Fourth down, they're still going for it. They break the huddle. Shotgun formation. Gordon is the back. Wilson out of the gun. Ball to near hash. Shotgun snap. Wilson looking, dancing, scanning. Throws into the end zone. It's broken up. It's broken up. The Colts win. Ball game. Stephon Gilmore with the pass breaking. Ball game. I-N-D-Y. Colts win. A fourth down stop in overtime. Denver Bronco fans not happy with their team's performance today. Really, the Colts are pretty lucky to have gotten that win. 12-9 was the final score. Russell Wilson was pretty awful in the first half. He did finish the game with two picks and 274 yards, 21 for 39 passing. I'm Rick Worthington. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 624, he's Chris Walton, I'm Mike Casper. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. What do you think about uh, Biden's plan um, to uh, basically get rid of all the charges if you've uh, been caught smoking marijuana? By the way, this is not for people who have been caught um, selling, holding, you know, a metric ton of marijuana. This is for people who, you know, had it for recreational use, um, but he is planning to uh, pardon People who have uh, had charges against them were found guilty. Um, it'll be like it never happened. Reason given was, uh, you know, so that uh, people don't have this hanging over their head. Because a lot of people will immediately see that on the record and not allow you to rent a house mm-hmm. or an apartment, for instance. So Yeah, it's, it's funny how breaking the law can <laughs> end up being a, a bad thing. Uh, by the way, um, we are here at Deja Brew. Bistro broadcasting live this morning. It's a hometown breakfast. Thank you to Kenny and everybody at Cloverdale Plumbing for making these possible. We're out every week. Uh, this is just the first of the fall. So underway every Friday morning for breakfast with you. You're invited to stop on by and uh, join us this morning. Um, and then later this afternoon, I also want to remind you that I will be at V-Cut Cigar Lounge in downtown Nampa for their annual uh, 2022 Smoke Fest. This is their third annual Smoke Fest. Um, they've got a massive amount of prizes that they'll be giving away. It's brought to you by 
My Father Cigars. Uh, they have a beautiful humidor that they will be uh, raffling off today, plus a whole bunch of other prizes. You've got uh, craft beers, specialty drinks. Um, I will be there uh, along with some prizes to give away. And uh, this is how big this party has turned out to be. <laughs> Nate Shellman wanted to be a part, so Nate Shellman is going to be doing his show live. Is that how you know it's a big party? That's if, a big party. If, if Nate's there? Nate's there. Uh, so I, I, it should be illegal for both of us to be broadcasting live, but both of us will be there this afternoon. Yeah, what if there's a plane crash? They open up the doors at 2 o'clock. Nate's show starts at 3. I'm probably going to head there at 2 o'clock because they have big screen televisions, and uh, the Seattle Mariners will uh, be first pitch at 2.07 this afternoon. I actually get to see a Mariners game. Yes, uh, you do. Finally, they've been blacked out. Every, I mean, the, the package that I have. Uh, the Mariners are blacked out every single day yep. because, you know, Boise is just walking distance from yeah, Seattle, I guess. Because you can get in your car, and in nine hours you can be at the game. That's true. Um, so, anyway, that uh, they'll be taking on the uh, Toronto Blue Jays today. So, um, I think I'm going to head there a little early and uh, be enjoying myself by the time Nate shows up. Um, it's interesting, too, uh, because earlier this year there were um, – Two players, or one player, because the other player wasn't there, that did not travel with the team because you have to be vaccinated to get into Canada. Yeah, Robbie Ray, who was pitcher, a starting pitcher for Game 2 against Toronto, um, did not make the trip earlier this year because he was not vaccinated. He's making the trip in the playoffs. Um, also, Castillo, who they picked up midseason from Cincinnati, yeah. also those, um, uh, was not vaccinated and could not pitch in Toronto. The, He's the, pitching game one. Yeah, the, the, those two pitchers probably shouldn't be left off the roster if no. you're the Seattle manager. So, um, you know, they would have had no choice had they not been vaccinated. Apparently, sometime since midseason to now, um, they realized they'd be playing Toronto and thought, well, I better get vaccinated if I want to help the uh, Seattle Mariners get to the World Series. So while they were sleeping, somebody just stuck a needle in their arm. Something happened. Okay. KBY News Time is uh, 626. Uh, phone lines, as I mentioned, open 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It's open phones Friday. It's all about you. What do you want to talk about today? We've got uh, other things we're going to be talking about in addition to marijuana. Uh, basically, basically becoming legal. Federally, anyway. Sort of. And uh, it's, always, it's always sort of legal and always sort of not. <laughs> well, states can still say, uh-uh-uh, but you can't be charged federally anymore. And if you have been charged in the past federally, th- those charges are going to go away. Um, also, Mayor McLean, um, even though she hasn't had a press conference yet, um, she did talk to a couple outlets, Boise Dev and also uh, Idaho Statesman, about when she knew about uh, Chief... Ryan, what she knew about Chief Ryan, and uh, what the decision to ask him for his resignation, um, why that came to fruition. Um, anyway, she, we'll, he, we'll hear about that uh, in her own words, and uh, we'll talk about that, among other things, this morning. Once again, live at Deja Brew in Meridian. It's the Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, Mark Levin is the Great One. Uh, we're the semi-OK guys. <laughs> Casper we're, and Chris. We're, we're barely passable. <laughs> live from Deja Brew Bistro, downtown, heart of Meridian. Uh, come on out and join us this morning. Um, coffee, breakfast, um, and of course we'll have uh, tickets to um, a sold-out entertainment thing going on uh, tomorrow evening. 
if you would like to go officially to that. Um, and in addition to that, we'll have one more chance for you to win your tickets to the Boise State game, which, by the way, is sold out already. This is the only okay. way that you can get your tickets is by winning them from Newstalk KBOI. And like yourself, I will act like those are two different things. Yeah, um, and that's what you're supposed to do because exactly. legality issues. Right. Um, we do, by the way, have uh, tickets, final pair for you to text and win. You won't have the, to leave the comfort of your bed this morning. Just listen to us. I'd be listening in the 9 o'clock hour for that cue to text. When you hear it, text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. At random, we will choose one lucky winner to get the final pair of tickets to the sold-out, yes, sold-out <laughs> Boise State Fresno game. Um, we want to hear it loud and proud tomorrow night. Um, the, the coaches, all the players say a uh, big reason for their comeback last week was because of how loud the fans were. So You know what, even if, that, even if that weren't true, I know it is true. I used to sit down in the north end zone for years, but even if it weren't true, that's a good way to get people to show up, say, hey, you're like the 12th guy here, <laughs> like they do in Seattle. Um, let's make it like the 12th and 13th. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, that would be uh, really nice. Big game. Um, this could keep uh, Boise State uh, in the lead in the Mountain West in their division, um, going up against uh, Fresno State in the battle for the milk can. Uh, and, of course, the real reason is the battle for the milk can because everybody wants that. Other good teams around here, too. I would uh, also remind you – this is something, and thanks to KJ, our producer here this morning, who's a big Mariners and baseball fan, mm-hmm. uh, because I had said that uh, Castillo and Ray for the Mariners must have been vaccinated. And the reason I th- said that is because my wife was just in Canada a couple of weeks ago. So when I saw that they were starters, I go, hmm. I thought maybe they had dropped the uh, requirement. requirement, and I, I asked my wife, did you have to show you were vaccinated to get into Canada? She goes, oh, yeah. So I go, well, that's weird. But KJ said, as of October 1st, they dropped that. So how, really? lucky, how lucky for the Mariners. <laughs> so I don't know if Castillo and Ray had been vaccinated. They may not have been yeah. because Canada apparently has dropped the vaccination requirement to get into uh, Canada. As you mentioned, not only the good, the only good football team playing right now, College of Idaho is having another great year. Um, they are ranked number nine in the nation right now, jumping up last week from number eleven. And there's a big home game going on tomorrow afternoon. You have a chance to go to two games. Uh, here's the thing: if you haven't got your tickets for the Boise State game, you have no chance of going to that game because it's sold out. Unless right. you know want to pay from a scalper. However, uh, the uh, College of Idaho still has tickets available for their game, and they're taking on uh, number 24th. uh, Last week, they beat number 24th, Carroll College. This week, they're taking on number 19 in the uh, nation, uh, Montana Tech, and they'll be playing at home tomorrow. So number 19 playing number 11, uh, Caldwell Coyotes, uh, College of Idaho Coyotes, undefeated this year at 5-0, and trying to make it to 6-0. and cool. So you got a chance to see two good teams playing uh, once again coming up tomorrow afternoon in Caldwell and then tomorrow night at Albertson Stadium. KBOI News Time is 6.45. There is uh, lots of sports going on today. So we get underway with the baseball playoffs today. We've got uh, football action, of course. It'll get underway um, tonight and then Boise State tomorrow. This update on sports is brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian and in East Boise, just off Gowan Road. Check out their menu before you head on out there so you don't have to sit there and for 20 minutes trying to figure out which of the over 30 sandwiches you're going to choose. And then, of course, don't forget the best clam chowder you're going to find every Friday made from scratch at Fat Guy's Fresh Deli.
We have Bronco football for you here on News Talk KBOI tomorrow when the Broncos take on Fresno State. You know, Boise State's offense was great in the second half last week against San Diego State. So what challenges will Fresno State's defense present tomorrow to the Broncos? Bob Beeler with more. Last week, Boise State ran the ball for a season-best 316 yards against San Diego State. Having Talon Green lead a zone read attack won't be as much of a surprise this week against Fresno State. Coach Avalos spoke on the coach's show last night about what he's expecting from Fresno's defense. They've got a defensive front that has some depth and they've endured some injuries and things like that, but they still have some guys that have been really effective pass rushers. They've had guys that have been extremely effective in the run game and they got a secondary that is used to covering the wide receivers that they see every single day in practice. The Bulldog D has allowed a 100-yard rusher in all three of their losses this season. Kickoff is at 7.30. Our coverage will begin at 2.30. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. Yeah, as Bob said, Bronco game day. Richie Brockle and I will go to air at 2.30 tomorrow afternoon. Pete Cavender joins me for the tailgate show, and then Bob and Pete will pick it up at 6.30 for the 7.45 kick. I'm Rick Worthington. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. I don't know if I can go on. Uh, I may have to take the rest of the show off, Chris. Something has upset you? Well, apparently uh, Giselle um, has left Tom Brady, said their marriage is over. I, I, because I, he wanted to play football another season? I, I, no one knows. Just It's over. Maybe that's why he wanted to play football another season. <sighs> if two people, beautiful people like this can't stay married, what are the hopes for the rest was, of us uh, people? I was trying to remember the funniest thing she ever said, and it occurred to me I've never heard her say anything. <laughs> Uh, it is uh, just before 7 o'clock. Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Uh, final chance to get your $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro, which is where we are broadcasting live today. $50 gift certificate if you can answer our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Uh, 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. Our question today, um, how many women, women have been picked in an NBA draft? Now, I will give you a little bit of a hint here. To get to the answer, um, the final answer, this is a little bit of a trick question. All right? I, I don't know if that will help you out. How many women have been chosen in an NBA draft in NBA history? If you know the answer, stick around at, after 8 o'clock, and you can get yourself a $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro. Night at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in uh, Meridian. Get in today, get your day started off. As a matter of fact, you want to get off every day for uh, a great day with energy drinks. Over 300 to choose from every single day. And uh, there are always a lot of them who are on special, where you can buy one, get one free, buy two, get one free. Get into Fast Eddie's and start your day off. 208-336-3700, pounds 670 on your Verizon Wireless. One of the things we're talking about was... Uh, President Biden's announcement yesterday that he will be pardoning uh, marijuana users 
who have uh, been charged and found guilty in the past. Of possession. Of right? possession. Yep, simple possession. So it's, you know, for those recreational users, not people who were selling, or if you had, you know, 100 pounds sitting in your trunk, you're probably not going to get pardoned. Um, so we're taking your phone calls this morning. Um, your thoughts on that? He's also urging states. So it, this is a federal thing. So here in the state of Idaho, marijuana is still illegal. He is uh, pushing for states to also... Um, pardon users of marijuana. Any chance of that? Do you think it will happen in Idaho? Um, let's see. I'd, I'd say that uh, there's about a one, maybe two percent chance. Slim and none, and Slim just read, left town on a horse. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Paul and Nampa. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, Hello, Paul. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks for not having the TG thing to talk about today. Something different. Oh, um, we got that. We got that lined up too. <laughs> no, 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 please, no, no, no. I've had enough. Yeah, you know the funny thing about that is, I think it's a pot smoke screen that Biden's putting up. I think he wants a chance for more voters, but he he was the one that had to do it, and I think he got the idea from Kamala because Kamala is quite quite known in the circles in her family as being a pothead. I don't know. The, if uh, you know that. The problem with counting on 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 pot smokers uh, for votes is that they forget to show up until like Wednesday. <laughs> or, or they're chewing on a bag of Doritos or something. Yeah. So this probably isn't going to happen anytime soon here in Idaho. No. Is there any chance? That, what's that? I say it should be voted on by the by the people that can vote. Either make it legal or illegal. Keep it illegal. That's the way I see it. It's it's still a drug. I mean, there's been some you know strides made over the years to make it stronger, but they're they're not checking the the um, the amount of THC, the active ingredient that gets you stoned. They're not checking that, just like they don't check it on cigarettes. So you, it's a crapshoot. You never know just exactly how strong it is before you start smoking it. And by the time I, you're I mean, I've barely gotten is. used to the fact that we can now smoke hemp in Idaho, so, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think that there's any way in the world that this is ever in our lifetime going to have a chance to pass in Idaho. Just, just the way that right now legislators think. I don't think it's, there might be a possibility that they can bring this to the voters, but, um I, I just don't see the lawmakers in Idaho even allowing allowing it, 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 even if they bring it, you know, to the voters to vote on. Well, the people that are selling it should have a disclaimer on there: not do not ingest or do not use before using heavy machinery or driving a car. That's how I feel about that stuff. Um, people just they think they're responsible, and then they end up cutting their finger off when they're stoned at work. And they wonder why they cut their finger off. That's something I haven't thought about. Uh, I know stuff is packaged that they sell in Oregon. Uh, does it say on the package somewhere? Are there, like, warnings about not using it you're, around machinery? You're or? asking me like I go over to Ontario all the time. And no, I'm, I don't either. But I'm smoking I, this stuff. I'm just curious. <laughs> I have not been, I have not been in, a, a matter of fact, I was going to say in Ontario. And I have not been in a uh, CBD shop anywhere in the world. So I can't, I can't even answer that question. Yeah, I'm sure we have somebody listening this morning who may or may not have been. Uh, yeah. 
I, this is to me. This still smacks of. I, I granted it is marijuana as of right now, but is this a next step where you finally start decriminalize more and decriminalizing more and more drugs that well, Democrats seem to want to do? Because you have uh, you know Oregon, where you sit there and look at Oregon right now. You sit there and look at at New York, where there there are safe places that you can come and do meth. You look at Oregon, where they have um, made it so that if you get caught with a small amount of meth, of cocaine, of heroin, of fentanyl, that you don't you don't even be you're not even in trouble if you promise to go to a class and learn about the dangers of it. So is this is this where we're headed federally eventually? Is this just the first step? I don't know, but it, it starts to make you wonder. I mean, the governor, uh, one of the governor's candidates of Oregon um, is running on a platform right now. Um, Democratic governor candidate is running on the platform that they want to set up um, free drug use places in the city of Portland. Because they think that it will help save lives, save save lives. But it does the exact opposite. Yeah, I don't, I, I I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, you know, if you if you and if you're going to thank for the thanks for the call, Paul. Um, you know, if you're going to do this, you know, can, people that are in trouble and um, have been arrested for say moonshine, making moonshine, should the, should they also be have their charges lifted? I mean, moonshine's no worse than marijuana. It's just that you're illegally making something that is legal to sell. As a matter of fact, it's it's probably less than marijuana. Yeah, I mean, but should I'd, those people also have their? I'd, I'd hate to see the Duke boys finally go to prison. You know, should they should they be pardoned? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to pardon, to start pardoning people that are doing stuff illegal, let's go through and pardon everybody. Why? I mean, if the reason you're doing this, you say, is because you want to make it so that it's easier for these people to, for instance, be able to apply for apartment rents and home rents, that a lot of places just, you know, they see their record and go, nope, this person got, you know, arrested for marijuana. Let, so you, 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 you end up having a situation like Singapore where they didn't have room in their jails, so they just started caning people. Not I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in favor of that, but <laughs> yeah, it's a possible step. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll talk uh, more about this today. Also, uh, Mayor McLean, uh, at least talking to two news outlets, which is, which is better than zero, um, not, a, not a press conference, uh, but uh, she at least is starting to uh, tell us why she asked for the uh, – chief of police resignation what she knew when she knew it we'll get to that and more coming up here this morning right now at 7 15 time for a check on what's going on with sports once again brought to you by fat guys fresh deli in meridian and in east boise check out their menu fatguysfreshdeli.com don't forget friday best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere in idaho don't believe me get in and uh, check it out for yourself today it's available at both locations made from scratch every friday at fat guys fresh deli Good morning. Looking forward to some football tomorrow at Albertson Stadium as Boise State will take on Fresno State. And by the way, it's homecoming week. Boise State goes for 3-0 and in the Mountain West tomorrow when Fresno State comes to town. Bob Beeler with more. Fresno State is 1-3 and on the season and has played without the preseason Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year in quarterback Jake Hayner the last game and a half. 
Coach Avalos said last night on the coaches' show that the Bulldogs have a lot of offensive firepower, even without Hayner, especially at the skill positions. They got a lot of speed on offense, and they're going to move guys everywhere. They're, they're going to personnel certain things to get certain guys the ball. At the end of the day, we got to do a really good job in the pre-snap, recognizing these formations and making sure that we are putting ourselves in the situations we want to be in per game plan. The Bulldogs, as a team, are completing 72% of their passes and averaging 280 yards a game passing. Kickoff will be at 745 tomorrow on the blue and our coverage will begin at 230. Bob Beeler, News Talk KBOI. He's right. It'll be Richie Brockle and I getting things started at 230 with Bronco game day. Then Pete Cavender joins me on stage 430 for the Bronco tailgate show. And then Bob and Pete will pick things up at 6.30 and get you set for the 745 kickoff. Boise State, Fresno State at Albertson Stadium. Should be a big crowd tomorrow. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 721, Jeremiah Bates with us once again this morning. We're live at Deja Brew Bistro in Meridian. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Jeremiah is not. Sorry, Jeremiah. Um, talking. Uh, <laughs> Where's the invite? Started, Come on, guys. <laughs> we started off the, the week with the stock market so great for Monday and Tuesday. First two days of the month looked fabulous. Um, not so much anymore. And uh, once again, it looks like we're getting um, good news that is going to be bad news for when the uh, stock market opens a little later this morning. Yeah, you nailed it. It's uh, the story that continues where we see good, I mean, what is perceived as good economic data as far as the September jobs report that was released this morning. It showed that the U.S. economy created 263,000 jobs in the month of September. Now, it's interesting, depending on, you know, what category or I guess what uh, what list of individuals, economists, or different reporting agencies had their expectations at. But most economists expected the U.S. economy to add 275,000 jobs last month. So it still shows remarkable strength, but we're also seeing that trend that it's beginning to cool off from its peak. The problem with today is that perhaps the markets were anticipating maybe a bit more drastic drop than what we saw, which certainly wasn't the case. So bottom line is the market wants to see a weaker job picture because the Federal Reserve is going to look at this data and they're going to say, hey, hey, if people still have jobs and we're not seeing this number trend down at a, at a point where we see it as trouble, then we're going to continue with these aggressive interest rate hikes, meaning the likelihood that the Federal Reserve will raise 0.75%, three quarters of a percent at their next meeting um, and, and on November 1st through the 2nd, it, it's likely high. The, micro, the market's already priced it in. That's why we're seeing yields essentially pop today, which is likely weighing down on the equity market. All three major U.S. indexes turned negative as soon as this report hit, right? Now, this September report's going to be the last one before the Fed meets again. We're not going to see the uh, we're not going to see the October report in time for their next meeting. So they're going to take this data in stride and they're going to move forward. But it, there's also some things that kind of parse out of this um, of this jobs report. You did have the unemployment rate coming in a slightly lower than anticipated. It came in at 3.5 percent, down from 3.7 percent. So again, a, another sign that those jobs are starting to strengthen. So bottom line is. U.S. job markets uh, remain strong. If people want a job, they can generally get one. But we are starting to see 
hiring starting to slow down, and we're also starting to see pay gains moderating. It's just not at the pace that the market wants to see to feel comfortable that the Fed is going to take their foot off the gas pedal. What is wrong with the, the Credit Suisse Bank? Credit Suisse Bank. Well, I mean, as as far as the the chatter that's going around is that they are they basically have a debt that's kind of uh, tough for them to service. So now they're looking at does does Credit Suisse have the ability to manage or control uh, the effects of what the greater economy is is bearing down on them, right? And uh, the market's kind of priced in that uh, that likely is not the case. So you're seeing Credit Suisse start to sell off some assets, trying to restructure some debt. Um, but they're they're definitely making moves now. We it's it's kind of we don't know the exact picture of how bad it could potentially be yet. However, there are some uh, some potential tea leaves that could that could show some strain for Credit Credit Suisse moving forward. Because you're talking about a giant financial institution that controls. I mean, we're talking billions and billions of dollars. So um, if there's if, if there's any turmoil or any weakness that is showing with that institution the uh, traders and investors are going to try to get in front of it um but right now there, there's there's a there's a little bit it's it's not com- con- catastrophe yet but there's some signs there that they could be have some troubled waters ahead um one more quick question before we let you go um with the news yesterday of biden uh partying pardoning uh, marijuana users uh, is it time to rush out and put all my money into um, <laughs> marijuana dispensaries uh, no, I, I would not condone that action, to be clear. However, um, we just we just saw cannabis stocks get lifted by about 30% or more across the board last night wow. as soon as that as soon wow. as that news hit. And the pro- I mean, there's a th- so I missed a- out on it is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing with the <laughs> cannabis industry. We, we all know the data that there is so much money pouring into it. I mean, there is no I don't think there's any argument of the demand side that's there. The problem is it's, it's always been the regulation. These these entities, these companies, they can't operate like a normal business, utilize the banking, utilize the tax benefits. So it's such a tough industry to really to really look at as far as an investor, right? But as soon as, I mean, any wind or any uh, idea that legislation is going to come through, decriminalize it, make these companies actually able to operate like a legitimate company, oh, yeah, you, you could definitely see this pop even more. But the thing is, there's, it's kind of like the dot-com bubble. Right. It, 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 these, that tide rose all boats, but the problem is when the tide went down, you saw who was wearing shorts and who wasn't. Um, <laughs> you, you'll likely see this with the cannabis industry too. But, you know, one thing to look at, it, it's kind of like gold, right? Uh, if there's a huge gold rush and you have the mining of it, you probably want to look at the things that go into the mining, like the, pick for, the pitchforks and the shovels. And I would probably look it through the same scope of the, the right. uh, marijuana and cannabis industry as well. All right. Uh, we'll get an update from you after the stock market opens. Talk in about an hour. And then uh, you've done such a great job. We're going to give you the weekend off, and we'll talk to you Monday. I'll take it. Thanks, gents. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
741. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. We're live at Deja Brew Bistro. The party can officially get underway. <laughs> Kenny from Cloverdale Plumbing is here, ladies and gentlemen. We can't start the party until he gets here, and he is here this morning. Stop on by. Um, coffee being served right now, uh, soft drinks, whatever you want. Um, breakfast uh, gets underway at 8 o'clock this morning. Um, I also have, um, if you come in, somebody who comes in, can be here already, um, and you say you heard this on uh, News Talk KBOI, Maybe you're sitting in the parking lot known as I-84 right now because of the car accidents. Um, if you come in, first person comes in and says that you heard this, Casper and Chris, KBOI, I have a pair of tickets to a sold-out football game tomorrow night. Two teams are playing. You've probably heard of them, um, but we have tickets. Can't tell you what they are, um, but you can but have the, the tickets to that sold-out game. Are they playing on a nice green field, Mike? No, they're not, oh, okay. as a matter of fact. Uh, let's go to the phone lines at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, uh, talking about devil's weed this morning. Oh, Brandon hung up. Brandon, we were coming to you. Come on, Brandon. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. Uh, we are taking your phone calls, talking about uh, Biden's decision. You'd love to get uh, that in. I know that. I, I do. I, and I saw it was Brandon that was going to be on the phone with us, but apparently um, uh, Brandon have you seen those job or something. Have you seen the Democrat bumper stickers where they're, they're saying... Uh, Dark Brendan. I have no, not seen those yet. When he says stuff like, come on, man, you're being stupid. Um, Ron in Meridian writes in, gentlemen, typical Democrat liberal BS to buy more votes for the snowflakes. Let's all go break the laws of the land and then wait for Brandon to pardon us. You know, I have to say, Ron, to a certain extent, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, we've got horrible news on inflation. Horrible news and gas prices are headed up here in the next few weeks. Um, horrible news on uh, federal Price rate hikes, horrible news on crime, bad news on the deficit, hitting $3.1 trillion for the first time in history. Stock market is uh, horrible. Bad polling numbers for Democrats in the upcoming uh, midterm elections, which we are just four weeks away from next Tuesday. Um, so I don't think you're necessarily wrong. Biden needs to do something to try and get those numbers up so that the uh, House and the Senate do not flip because House and Senate flip. Uh, all of a sudden, his agenda becomes null and void. Um, he's not going to be able to get anything done. Um, he's not probably not going to be able to get anything done, even if just one of them flips. But if both of them flips, you know, yeah. see ya. And polling numbers are showing House two uh, years right of late, now. Two years of lame duck status. Pretty much. Uh, House right now uh, firmly in control according to polling numbers. And I know you can't always count on polling numbers because you still have to get out and vote um, in um, – control of uh of republicans and the senate right now still kind of a toss-up uh polling numbers showing that uh the democrats uh as of right now um looking like they could hold on to the senate so you're right he, he's looking for ways to get people out to vote coming up here in the uh election um second tuesday in in november mm-hmm 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless um, once again, you can email us also, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Curtis says, got to give credit where credit is due. I think he's talking about the president. Because now if Congress would legalize it, unfortunately, Idaho is still in the dark ages when it comes to cannabis. See, the question here is, still, if Congress legalizes it, the state of Idaho doesn't have to legalize it. Am I wrong? Uh, something like that. No. I mean, I, I get confused. Because uh, federal, I mean, this is just for federal charges. So you'll be pardoned. That's why Biden said, I'm also encouraging states 
to also pardon people right. who, who have charges for marijuana. So if, if it becomes the, the law of the land federally, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be statewide. No matter where you are, if you ask the question, is pot legal here, the answer is always, well, yes and no. If you don't get caught, it's always legal. If you, if you drive, you know, just the 45 minutes to Oregon, it's yeah. legal. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll take a uh, break here for sports. One final time brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli in Meridian and in Boise. Once again, every Friday, the best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere. Get in today. If you don't believe me, team that up with a great sandwich, over 30 sandwiches to choose from. And remember, they're open every day, Monday through Saturday, beginning at 1030. East Boise off Gallon and in Meridian off Wells Avenue. As we mentioned to you on Thursday, beginning today, the Major League Baseball postseason gets underway, and there are four games on the schedule for today. It begins at 10 o'clock this morning. The Cleveland the Cleveland Guardians will be hosting the Tampa Bay Rays. Once again, that's an ESPN game, and it starts at 10.07 a.m. The second game of the day in the National League will be the St. Louis Cardinals hosting the Philadelphia Phillies. 12.07 p.m. is first pitch on ABC. The final two games of the day are both on ESPN. It'll be the Blue Jays hosting the Seattle Mariners. We're back in the postseason for the first time in a very long time. Uh, In any case, ESPN, 2.07 p.m. is the first pitch for that game. And the New York Mets will also host the San Diego Padres tonight. That's a 6.07 first pitch time, also on ESPN. The Major League Baseball postseason gets underway today. I'm Rick Worthington. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Don't forget, uh, you can get up to $1.40 as gas prices go back up. Uh, $1.40 per gallon off your uh, fill-up. Easy to do, too. Um, you can get your uh, car wash, and that gets you uh, 40 cents, uh, 30 cents a gallon off. 10 cents a gallon uh, if you sign up for a Chevron gas card every time you fill up. And then if you have an Albertsons reward card, you get another up to a dollar every time you fill up. So get into Fast Eddie's. The place to go. No place else are you going to find that you can get $1.40 per gallon off your fill-up. The uh, least expensive gas you're going to find anywhere in the Treasure Valley. Congratulations, uh, by the way, uh, this morning just gave away our uh, tickets. Brad and Eagle came in, heard us, um, the uh, tickets for the sold-out football game tomorrow night. Uh, now, if you're looking to uh, get your tickets, we have one more final chance coming up this morning. You'll uh, have to text to win those tickets sometime in the 9 o'clock hour. You'll hear that cue to text. When you hear that, text the word Broncos, 208-336-3700. One person will be chosen at random. Uh, those tickets are very hard to get. Sold out already yesterday. Wow. When's the last time you remember the game selling up? Two days in a advance. A couple days in advance. I um, mean, that's the second sellout. Uh, UT Martin was also a sellout. We were uh, probably playing Oregon or Oregon State last that's time. That, I remember that's that. What I, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Um, anyway, uh, once again, be ready to text. Listen for that coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour this morning. We're live at Deja Brew Bistro. Uh, dinner, uh, breakfast, by the way, just about ready to uh, get underway. They start serving at 8 o'clock, so come on in for that. And I have another pair of tickets that we'll be telling you about to uh, give away for a function coming up next weekend in uh, Caldwell. Um, I'll tell you about that coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour. Um, email to get to uh, this from Rolf. 
R-O-L-F, Rolf. Uh, so the puke from Washington that shot and killed two people in New Meadows wasn't legally allowed to have a gun. So you're telling me a career criminal, not allowed to have a gun, actually had a gun and used it. I don't get it. He wasn't allowed to have a gun, but he still did. <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, because until you get caught, uh, you know, you can do anything, right? But he, but he wasn't allowed to, so how yeah. did he get it? Um, the other kind of tying into this, by the way, the stupidity of this, is uh, that um, we are probably probably should see um, people talk about we need to outlaw butcher knives. You saw that story Oh, yeah, yesterday. in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, a man uh, stabbed and killed two people and uh, injured, I think, six others, total of eight people. Three are in critical condition in the hospital. Um, the three others are uh, doing okay. Um, but Apparently, he was just demented. Don't know the reason. Um, they said that um, there were tourists and showgirls who got stabbed. And uh, somebody apparently said, I don't know if this is true, um, that he wanted pictures taken with the showgirls. They refused, and that's when he started stab- stabbing the showgirls. And uh, just it's a bit of bit of an overreaction. A little bit, like you said, I think you're right. Um, mental yeah. problems, um, Defic- deficiencies. Yeah. Um, but here's a guy didn't have a gun and still was able to kill two people and injure six others uh, in Las Vegas. And this wasn't, you know, at dark on a side strip in a dark alley. This was 11 o'clock in the morning, um, one of the most popular areas for people to be in, shopping area just outside of a casino. Yeah, right in front of the Encore, I think. Just one of the newer one ones. Of the win, I think the uh, one of the win. Encore and yeah. is owned by uh, uh, Wynn, so it's part Steve of the Wynn, Wynn properties. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, once again, uh, it is Open Phones Friday. We'll continue to take your phone calls live from Deja Brew. Breakfast about ready to get uh, underway. Keep in mind, uh, later this afternoon, we're not done. This is just the kickoff to your absolutely fabulous weekend. Um, we've got this going on at Deja Brew later this afternoon. Uh, I'm going to be headed to uh, the V-Cut in downtown Nampa for Smokefest 2022. Third annual Smokefest at V-Cut Lounge, uh, 217 14th Avenue South. Um, This is how big of a party it is. Not only am I going to be there broadcasting, Nate Shellman's going to do his show live from V-Cut today. Sponsored by My Father's Cigars. They've got lots of giveaways going on. Um, Craft beer on special. They've got uh, also some specialty drinks. Uh, It's a full bar, by the way. And today they've got food, great barbecue. They've got food trucks, live music getting underway at 6 o'clock. This is a huge party. Lots of giveaways. Once again, um, that will get underway this afternoon. They open up at 2 o'clock. I think I'm heading down to sit in one of their big, huge, comfy chairs Mm. to watch the Mariners game. I'll start off the day early. That doesn't sound like a bad day to yeah. me. It's, it's not like I haven't spent five or six hours um, nonstop there before. So anyway, that's coming up here today, too. KBOI Newstime is 7.57. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, it is uh, Deja Brew Day today with Newstock KBOI. We're live here for the Hometown Breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing, Deja Brew Bistro, heart of downtown Meridian. 
Coming up at 9 o'clock, the KBOI Sweet Deal of the Week is Deja Brew $50 gift certificate for $25. Make sure you sign in to KBOI.com just a couple minutes early. Take advantage of that. That will be selling very quickly. And then uh, 20 minutes from now, you have a chance to win a free $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew. If you can answer the Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with a global network for all your real estate needs. Call 208-888-4128. Our question today. How many women have been chosen in an NBA draft? Total, in the history of the NBA, how many women have been picked in the draft? To get to the answer, it's a little bit of a trick question. That'll give you a little bit of a hint coming up in 20 minutes. So the first person to answer, you can get that $50 gift certificate. At 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning and welcome to a Friday. Uh, yeah, parking lot this morning, I-84, mm-hmm. because of the accidents. Uh, thanks, you for uh, listening. We get you a little bit longer today. You know, you may want to get off um, one of the Meridian exits and head on down to Deja Brew Bistro. It's the Hometown Breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. By the way, uh, I told you I was going to tell you, gave away our tickets uh, to the event that was going on tomorrow, sold-out event. Uh, in uh, Boise. Uh, we gave those away. Congratulations, Brad. Thanks for coming in and getting those. I have another uh, event. I can actually tell you what this is. Pre- Freedom <laughs> Brew Fest coming up in Caldwell next Saturday. Live music, great food, craft brews, a whole bunch of uh, raffles for prizes that you can win. Uh, I'm going to be there emceeing the event next week. It's going to be going on at Indian Creek Plaza. Tickets are $35 at the gate, and that allows you to sample over 30 different beers and hard ciders from Northwest Craft Breweries. I've got a pair of tickets for you. All you have to do is, if you would like them, come on in to Deja Brew. I will give them to you for free. Just say you heard it on News Talk KBOI, and you can have those tickets. By the way, this is a great thing. Proceeds support local veterans and Caldwell communities, and it's put on by the Caldwell Rotary. So, once again, next Saturday, that all gets underway at Indian Creek Plaza, uh, beginning at I mean, uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I, I like that name, Freedom Brewfest. I mean, they had me at Brewfest, but Freedom is cool, too. <laughs> Um, with us this morning, uh, we, by the way, we do have another pair of Boise State football tickets that we will be giving away. This is your final chance to win those tickets this morning. Uh, you'll be texting to win those tickets coming up here um, next hour sometime. So make sure you're listening for that cue to text. Kenny from Cloverdale Plumbing, who sponsors our hometown breakfast with us this morning, and we were talking, and he's got, you, had, you said you had five pair of tickets, seven no. pair of tickets? Well, I have five uh, tickets uh, uh, in, the, in the stadium. And how did you, you've had those for a long time. How did it come about that you got those tickets? Well, it's kind of a great story. You know, back in the day when we couldn't beat Idaho for 10 years in a row, I had four tickets. 12. Oh, like 12. You know. <laughs> Chris, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's way worse than you just made it sound. I, I had to live through it, too. <laughs> well, I was there, okay? Well, I, I was down on the lower level in the 20-yard line. I couldn't get anybody to go with me. So, um, anyway, so I down there on the 20-yard line, couldn't get anybody to go with me. So I thought, well... I'm a Bronco Athletic Association member, and so for whatever it was that it cost to be the member for that section, I could get two tickets up in 108, and so I asked to, get to move, so I got two tickets, one uh, seat 17, the other one's 18. Well, 17 splits 50-yard line. So 
then after we won the uh, Fiesta Bowl there, uh, everybody goes, Kenny, Kenny, you're a Bronco <laughs> Athletic Association member. Can you get more tickets? So I called, and, uh, you know, the, the ticket office said, hey, I would like to get more tickets. Uh, could I? And, and they said, yeah, we got a couple. And I said, good, where are they at? They go, well, it's 19 and 20 right next to you. I said, okay, I'll take those. And uh, so I got those. Well, back years ago, Everybody, I don't think anybody remembers the Miami of Ohio, but I was sitting next to this kid who's an accountant auditing out here for uh, Walgreens, and uh, he says, I just uh, was here, and uh, uh, I went to the University of Miami of Ohio, and I thought I'd come to a game. He was sitting right next to me, because I'd always sit in 20, I'd put the guy in the put the guy on 17, my friend or whatever, and, you know, the ladies always like to talk during the right. game, so they put them together, and uh, so anyway... I was sitting there talking to him, and then everybody remembers the Oregon game where we saw the punch that you know went around the country <laughs> at the uh, end. Yeah, and there was a Oregon guy from State. there was yeah, Oregon. Not no, it was, was Oregon. Oregon. No, it was Oregon. Yeah. You're right. It was Oregon. Gary so, LeBlanc. So anyway, um, so anyway, um, I was talking to a guy, and he was from Oregon. He said, "Yeah, I just went, I was here, and I wanted to go to a game." And he was thinking, I got to realizing that seat 17, if it's in the middle, then there was an odd number of seats in that section. There's a lot of people buy two, four, six, whatever it is. So, who wants so, to go to a game by themselves? Well, right? one, one day I'm going to give them all away, except for that first eight, seventeen. And, you know, I'll be some eighty-year-old guy trying to get up the steps. You know? <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, so so later that year they were doing a sale of tickets, or they were promoting uh, season tickets, and there was that fifth seat, and and uh, I have one son, and so I thought, well, great, you know, if I you know, go with my friend or, you know, in a couple of couples or whatever, I'd have an extra ticket, and, and uh, he'd use it. And then so many times it's been really handy to have that fifth to have that fifth seat, but that's how I ended up with the five seats. So. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. And you'll be there tomorrow cheering. We, you, we're, there's an, a lot expected of you uh, tomorrow is uh, be yelling and cheering to uh, um, try to get the offsides number and delay a game numbers way up there. Well, again. I'll tell you what. Uh, I actually gave my five seats away to a to a kid who uh, he's actually a coach uh, uh, over at uh, he's a track coach at uh, Bishop Kelly, and he's got a son that's playing uh, at Bishop Kelly. So hopefully there'll be some so, some kids in those seats and and be able to enjoy the game. And I got a couple of club level seats uh, trying to help you know always promoting the Broncos, and so uh, I got a couple of club level seats, and I plan to be up there. And Very cool. That, All right. That, so. Kenny, thank thanks for letting again. me tell the story. I always think yeah. everybody goes, well, how'd you? I can't tell you how many times I've told the story first time on a radio, but how I ended up with five seats. Well, and thank you very much for um, allowing Chris and I to go out and have breakfast every Friday morning by sponsoring our hometown breakfast. Without you, um, we'd be starving to death, as you can see from us. We'd probably dry up and blow away. Well, I don't, I don't, you're just like me. I doubt we'd do that anytime soon. <laughs> All right, Kenny, thank you. Cloverdale Plumbing, uh, sponsor of our uh, hometown breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. We're at Deja Brew uh, Bistro. If you're going, I remember a place called Deja Brew Laugh Latte. Same place. They yeah. just changed their name because there was confusion. People thought it was a comedy club. Um, no, it's a, nothing has changed. Still great food. Uh, new menu yes, items. Especially the ones that like waited all evening for the comedian to show up, and he never <laughs> yeah. did. Um, beautiful patio area, by the way. And it's nice enough this morning. If you want to sit down in the patio, um, you're more than uh, welcome to do that. I, I, he brought up uh, the punch uh, from the Boise State yeah. Oregon game, LeGarrette Blunt. Um, I don't know if you saw this story last week. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt is now, um, he's old enough to have kids. He is now a uh, like a peewee league football coach. Is that right? Yeah. And apparently he punched somebody at a peewee league football oh, game last good week. Oh, grief. So 
nothing has changed with the exception of um, the age of the people that are playing in the football games. As a friend of mine. He didn't punch a kid. He didn't punch one of the players. I think he punched one of the parents last year. As a friend of mine used to say, well, leopards don't change their stripes. They don't, do they? I I was like, well, why are we surprised by this? KBY News Time is 8.13. Time for a uh, check on Bronco Sports today. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. We are live at Deja Brew uh, Bistro in the heart of downtown Napa. Come on out and join us for breakfast. Breakfast underway. Kenny, apparently they take care of the sponsors really, really well. He's already eating <laughs> breakfast. Ours is on the way. Hey, um, there it is. We have a $50 gift certificate to give away for uh, Deja Brew Bistro. If you can answer our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Connie is going to get first crack at it. Connie, um, how many women total have been picked in an NBA draft in the history of the NBA? I'm going to say two. You're going to say two. Do you know who, who you're going to say those two are? I can't remember their names. I know one of them One of them was pregnant and never got to practice. <laughs> uh, Connie, that, that, that's pretty good. Um, it is two. Yes, two. And the trick part of this question is... Um, one woman picked in the NBA draft. Her name is uh, Louisha Harris. She was picked by the New Orleans Jazz, uh, seventh round, 1977. That was back when they had more than two rounds. Before they moved to Utah. Uh, turned out she was pregnant when they picked her. She never played in a game. The trick part of this question was two picks later, the Kansas City Kings drafted the athlete that a woman is a woman we now know today as Caitlyn Jenner. Back then, she was known as Bruce Jenner. They hoped that he would give up track for basketball. Obviously, that didn't happen. He gave up his manhood, however, for womanhood. We know that happened, so congratulations. <laughs> Connie, you've got the $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew Bistro. Hold on the line. We'll get uh, some info from you. All right, all this week, gave away the $50 gift certificates. Um, if you missed out. If there were four other people holding on the line to try to answer our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. That doesn't mean you missed out. Uh, we have a final chance to get your $50 gift certificate. Uh, it's our KBOI sweet deal, and it's on sale coming up here in 34 minutes. 9 o'clock sharp. This is going to go fast. Make sure you are at KBOI.com. Mm-hmm. Click on the sweet deals link just before the top of the hour. And... Um, then don't forget to refresh right at 9 o'clock. If you don't refresh, um, you're not going to be in. So refresh right at 9 o'clock, and then you can get that $50 gift certificate for only $25 to Deja Brew Bistro in downtown Meridian. We'll take a break. News is coming up here next. The bottom of the hour, it is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's and Meridian. If you want to get through, phone lines are open right now. Back again, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, talking, one of the things we're talking about today, thoughts on uh, Biden. Basically, for all intents and purposes, uh, decriminalizing um, recreational use marijuana. Letting, by, letting by, people out of jail. Yeah, by, by pardoning people who have uh, had guilty charges before or in jail because of it. Um, and also uh, people getting it off your, off your record. What are your thoughts? Good idea? Bad idea? Um, do you think this should come to Idaho? Go ahead and weigh in with those thoughts. Also coming up, as promised, uh, Boise Mayor McLean talked to a couple of outlets yesterday about the uh, police chief being uh, asked to resign. Um, 
she gives us some guidance on when things happen, how it happened, and how the decision and why the decision was made. Um, we'll get to that coming up here after bottom of the hour, too. KBOI News Time is 726. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, quick uh, reset. Hey, what a great crowd we have here uh, this morning. That's what you hear in the background. People discussing, talking about things. Enjoying breakfast as we are here live at Deja Brew Bistro, mm-hmm. heart of downtown Meridian. Breakfast was fantastic, by the way. Had the uh, Papa's Classic. What, what I had was called Cease's Famous Protein Breakfast, and it had uh, scrambled eggs and some crumbled up uh, crispy bacon and uh, a little bit of cheese and sliced avocado. And mixed all together, that was very good. I uh, know it's hard to screw up bacon. Um, it really is hard to screw up bacon. Uh, but this bacon was extra special, just amazing bacon, mm. crispy. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, uh, my morning's made as of right now. So come on down and join us. Uh, breakfast going on here today. Don't forget, you've got the KBY Sweet Deal coming up here in 19 minutes. $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew. For only $25. It's a half-price deal. Just go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link, and uh, take advantage of that. Remember, it's first come, first serve. There's a limited number, and once they sell out, they're gone. Also on the way, coming up next hour, chance for you to pick up your tickets to the Boise State game. Sold-out game. This is the only way you're going to be able to get tickets unless you want to pay extra money from a scalper or you have a friend. Mm-hmm. Tickets sold out yesterday already. So chance to go see the Boise State-Fresno game. Coming up here, you will be texting to win when you hear your cue to text. All you have to do is text the word Broncos to 208-336-3700. And uh, then one person will be chosen at random to get that final pair of tickets to the Boise State Fresno game tomorrow night. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Talking about Biden's plan to uh, basically anybody in jail having to do with the... Uh, it's, it's it's more than just a plan, right? They're officially pardoned. He's doing yeah. it, yeah. He's going to officially pardon the people who are in jail or prison because of uh, simple possession or using marijuana as opposed to uh, you know a dealer. Also pardoning anybody who has had charges brought against them. Basically, it will be removed from their record. Says that he wants to make it easier for people to get apartments, to be able to... Uh, apply and not be just kicked out because they have a uh, criminal record of marijuana possession on their record. Taking your thoughts on what you think about that, it is Open Phones Friday. We'll let you talk about anything you want to talk about. One thing I did want to get to, because we've been critical of the mayor, um, we're on two weeks now since the mayor had asked for and received Chief uh, Ryan Lee's resignation, Police Chief Ryan Lee's resignation. Um, And we were complaining about the fact that it's been a couple of weeks have not heard anything from there the mayor as to why specifically she asked for the chief's resignation um we know that you know the chief had been uh basically uh, accused of uh hurting seriously injuring I, I, from what we understand broke a guy's neck trying to uh demonstrate a chokehold however um independent prosecutor from clearwater county cleared him of charges saying yeah. 
they weren't going to charge him. They thought that there might be enough to charge him, but they didn't think that they could get a conviction, so they weren't going to charge him for he, that. He basically said it was a normal demonstration, just uh, there was an accident. Right. It turned bad. Um, however, finally, um, I know that there have been a lot of requests to talk with the mayor to find out about this and get some transparency. Um, there are a couple of outlets you finally did agree to. One of them um, was the uh, Idaho Statesman. Um, so this is audio from the Idaho Statesman uh, talking with them yesterday about what she knew, when she knew it, and what happened with the whole controversy um, asking Chief Lion, uh, Ryan Lee to resign. Office of Police Accountability took in nine complaints. And, you know, I had, and then they delivered them to us with a recommendation that waded into personnel matters, which was unauthorized by their ordinance, and, but then also suggested... Uh, and re I should say recommended that we um, send those complaints to a third party for review. And we did that because I have to think about from a personnel perspective, as CEO of the city, we've got a, a department of four, nearly 400 folks and we've got nine people complaining. So we took those complaints at face value, delivered them to a legal review team separate from the city, asked them to d tell us whether any crimes have been committed, any policies, Boise um, policies have been violated, um, or if they had other recommendations um, for us in terms of action. And it was from that, um, that report from the third-party legal team that they said no crimes committed, no policies violated. However, um, there were management inter interventions that ought to be taken um, and policies from a discipline perspective that should be developed for the department. Um, so immediately we took those steps. My chief of staff asked the chief and his leadership team to begin developing policies, and we worked with the chief on how to better, like, offered executive coaching, asked that there be some management interventions, provided um, some of that feedback that was needed. And so I did that, um, as I would any department head, you know, working with someone from a performance perspective, how to meet some of the, to say, from a performance perspective, how to meet our expectations um, and, you know, manage well in a way that enables them to effectively do their job. Now what changed, again, why as, as we continue to have those, as I do with every department director, uh, management discussions, what changed two weeks ago was that these personnel issues became public, which is highly unusual. And I learned that while I was taking those management steps with the chief and my chief of staff was taking those management steps with the chief, others were too in an attempt to help coach him, and it wasn't working. So if those management interventions aren't working and we're now sending a department head into an environment where employees and past employees are talking about these personnel issues publicly, I had to ask myself, can this chief continue to do the job that the community expects, the department needs, that I expect? Um, and that, it was that changing landscape and new information about the management issues that led me to ask for his resignation. Once again, that is uh, Mayor Lauren McLean talking about what she knew, when she knew it, why she asked for the uh, police chief's resignation. Um, some of the things in reading the article, and you heard a little bit about it there, is that apparently uh, the mayor's office um, had heard complaints uh, about police officers working with the police chief, and one of the things they were working on was that the not quite sure what it means necessarily i'm just passing on the information that the police chief needed to be a better leader was not hmm. a good enough leader 
um, be less of a manager and more of a leader. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I'm not going to put words uh, in her mouth about what that particularly means, but apparently they were working with him on being a better leader of the police department. Um, the kind of leader that uh, just by way of his, 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 you know, his way or his personality, you want to follow him. Yeah. He, yeah. he was become more approachable also. They said that not approachable. Uh, the other thing has to do with uh, apparently management within the uh, police department. Um, we'll talk about that coming up here for you. Um, also get your, your thoughts, uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It is Open Phones Friday brought to you by Fast Eddie's. More of your phone calls, you can email chris at kbi.com and mike at kbi.com. Let's get a final check on uh, traffic, um, the parking lot known as I-84 this morning, <laughs> and when, uh, weather one final time. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Boise Mayor Lauren McLean said the city had been working to improve the performance of Police Chief Ryan Lee for months leading up to her decision to ask him to resign late last month. Boise Dev talked to the mayor about the events surrounding Lee's exit from the city. Lee was hired in June of 2020, and his first summer was marked by protest at Boise City Hall that led to clashes and arrests. In November of 2021, a demonstration of neck holds led to an officer needing medical attention for injuries to his neck. After that, the city started to take in a series of complaints against Lee from other officers. The mayor said the city immediately asked a third party to review the complaints, and she was told no crimes had been committed, no policies had been violated. However, McLean said when she spoke with the union on the morning of September 23rd, it changed her thinking. She said that her discussions with the union, as well as rank-and-file officers, was that there was a growing frustration with his leadership and communication style. McLean will again be tasked with finding a new leader for the force. It's like there was a lot of kindling there. The mayor did admit that the uh, news story posted by KTVB um, two weeks ago, that Thursday evening uh, before the Friday that she asked for the resignation, was the match that lit the fire. Mm. That was the final camel on the back, uh, final um, straw straw that broke the camel's back right. um, when the uh, KTVB story came out. So it looks like uh, we do have some guidance now on, on what happened, when it happened. Um, she's apparently known uh, since April that some of this stuff was going on due to records requests. That has been recorded and uh, reported in the media. Um, one of the things that I did find out or find very interesting in, in reading the report from the Idaho Statesman was that, um, and, and this goes to leadership beyond just what's in the police department. It goes all the way through police department in the city of Boise in that there is no centralized way right now within the police department to make a complaint, an HR complaint against mm -hmm. somebody. There are um, a various number of ways and places that you make that complaint, but no centralized way that that complaint then finds its way to one person, one entity, one department, so that it can be looked into. Um, it sounds like that if you wanted to make a complaint, you can complain to one of five yeah. or six different people. I worked, uh, and it and it doesn't ever get to everybody that needs to know about it, so that something can be done about it. I worked someplace once where uh, the only way that you could uh, 
file a formal complaint was to give it to your immediate supervisor, even if you were complaining about your immediate supervisor. <laughs> yeah, um, that doesn't seem like it uh, necessarily would be a great way to go, especially if it is, you know, to your immediate supervisor. Um, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Now that you have a little more information, um, you know, we hadn't had up until uh, yesterday when this article came out in the Idaho Statesman. Your thoughts uh, about the police chief and the firing, if you want to weigh in, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. We'll get into the next hour. Don't forget, we've got Bronco tickets to give away. Get ready to text and win. You'll hear your cue to text sometime in the 9 o'clock hour. We're live at Deja Brew Bistro in downtown Meridian. Don't forget, sweet deal. KBOI Sweet Deal on sale in just three minutes. Go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link, and get in on that. Your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good afternoon. I'm Giovanna Lotta. This is an Eyewitness News update. We have breaking news. President Biden has just announced that he is pardoning all prior federal offenses of simple possession of marijuana, a step expected to affect thousands of people. Biden is also asking governors to take a similar step for those with state convictions. Senior White House officials estimate that there are more than 6,500 people with prior federal convictions for simple possession of marijuana and thousands of others that could benefit from this relief. So specifically there, prior offenses. Does this mean I can go out and start smoking marijuana, get charged today and uh, get away free? Uh, it might mean just the opposite. They're, what, le- they're letting go wondering. all the people that are currently in, but if you break state laws, you'll still go to jail. Well, and I think I don't think they can let out people also that have broken state laws. If you're in prison or in jail for breaking the law having to do with a state law in marijuana, yeah. I don't think they have any guidance over that. Yeah, you're not pardoned for breaking a state law, but you're pardoned for breaking the federal law. Right. It's very... Well, it's a little convoluted. Let's it, put it that well, way. Well, and it's a, it's it's a little bit confusing because, like I said, that says um, for all past offenses. Does that mean can you can continue to do this, or right. is it a, a you know just a one time thing? I I don't know. There's a lot we're going to have to find out about this. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless into the uh, final hour. Uh, apologize for how loud it is. I can't really apologize because the place is <laughs> packed today. Um, every table is full, but we'll find a place for you to sit if you want to come on in and join. We're at the Deja Brew Bistro, heart of downtown Meridian, for our hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Here for another hour. Uh, By the way, update, if you wanted to get that $50 gift certificate to Deja Brew and you hadn't remembered to go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link, you can do that still. There are still some left if Mm -hmm. you want to do that. Go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link, $50 Deja Brew gift certificate. For only $25, hurry. They are going fast. Um, food's fantastic. You have breakfast. You have lunch. You have dinner. Um, they've got a, a special uh, Brew October, Deja Brew October wine dinner uh, coming up next week. This is the 15th, 6.30 p.m. What is this? One, two, three, four, five, six-course meal. Wow. Each course will be served with a different type of wine. That sounds fabulous, too. So, um, And you that's, can get a ride home. Uh, probably, because there's one, two, three. Yeah, each course coming with a, uh, a different wine. So if you're into wine and you're into food, food's fantastic. 
get uh, take advantage of that coming up here next week. Curtis writes in, uh, Mike, at KBOI.com, just curious as to why Biden is sending generators to Florida instead of solar panels, panels and wind turbines. <laughs> uh, Curtis, that's a, that's a good question. Dave says, I have been uh, recommending what the president has done with pot crimes for years. You guys always poo-pooed it and said it will never happen in Idaho. So will it happen here in Idaho, or will Idaho ignore the president? Is that an option? Never imagined Biden doing something good, but this is good and way past due, in my opinion. Okay, here... We're still going to poo-poo it. Here would be my uh, prediction, that uh, the Idaho legislature will ignore something that Joe Biden does. Whether whether you think it's good or not, um, Idaho they will, will not follow. And yeah. I will still go out and say what I said before. In mine and Chris's lifetime, I do not believe marijuana in the state of Idaho will ever be legalized. I do not believe that Idaho will follow along, even though Biden is wanting states to do the same that he did. Um, I do not believe that states, Idaho specifically, I don't know about other states, uh, but Idaho specifically will uh, also pardon marijuana users here in the state of Idaho. Now, you can like that. You can not like that um, all you want. There are people on both sides, but most of the Idaho legislature, the governor said, has already said on his watch it will never happen. Most Idaho legislatures, legislators um, don't like it. And as a matter of fact, um, you know, a lot of times run on that platform that, you know, marijuana is never going to be legalized while they're, they're here either. So until we see a massive turnaround of voters saying, well, if you're not going to vote for marijuana, we're not voting for you. There's also the possibility that maybe they get this on a ballot someday and try to legalize marijuana in the state of Idaho or do what Biden did and, uh, you know, take the charges away from people who have had marijuana charges. I don't know. It, it, it'll, be left, it'll be left up to the future. I just do not see it. Um, seeing, you know, what everybody, the legislators and lawmakers say here in Idaho, I do not see it happening in Idaho in my lifetime unless I live for another 75 years. Maybe not even then. Maybe not uh, even then. This one's not signed. It says, isn't there an ombudsman they could complain to talking about the police? Uh, there used to be. We had an ombudsman for several years, but I don't think we do anymore. When he resigned, I don't think they replaced him. Yeah. Uh, but somebody uh, mentioned that they think uh, the city council should be the ombudsman. In other words, if you want to complain about your, your supervisor, go to the city council and complain to them. Mm, I don't know if I necessarily... Maybe, maybe as a way to weigh in, I don't necessarily think that they should be the ombudsman for the police department. And once again, if you're if you're wondering what we're talking about here, that was one of the things that were brought up um, in the uh, article from the Idaho Statesman uh, about being able to complain to somebody about complaints that you have within the department. That there is no like one single place that you can go to make sure that everybody who is supposed to know about complaints or problems that you have them it it gets to those people. Right now, um, there, there could be a half a dozen, dozen people that people are complaining to and filing official complaints, and 
they know about it, but it doesn't get to everybody who should be knowing about it. So that's one of the problems within the department that the mayor says needs to be fixed. And she she did admit in that article um, in the interview that you heard uh, a little bit earlier this morning that there are policies and procedures within the department that need to be, you know, set up, fixed, or just, like I said, just specifically set up but that aren't set up as of right now. So it it sounds like it's more than just the police chief that there are problems within the department. Dave has written in, and he says, I, for one, would love to see what happens when there are less vaccines. It's not natural to the human body, no matter what they want you to think. We all have immunity systems, and vaccines are not a part of it. Yes, some people do and will benefit from it. But stop the blanket immunities for everybody, healthy or not. I was not vaccinated as a kid. I never got the big round shot in the arm, and I am healthy, never get sick, even through the pandemic. So I am my own proof of what I am talking about. I think you you may be the exception, though. And there are entire countries in this world where nobody has gotten vaccinated, and and a lot of people die from the things that uh, you and I take for granted that we don't get. I'm curious, who is making him try to get vaccinated? I didn't know that that was a law now that everybody must get vaccinated. So who's, it, it's, who's it's, making you get vaccinated? It's not, but, you know, the, where you can't go back to work unless you're vaccinated. I mean, that's not a, a law. That's not the city back, saying. That's you just your own. Work. That's just your own. Well, if you unless Some, your workplace says you can't. Yeah, but that, I mean, your workplace has the right to make whatever rules that they want. You can still work. It's, you know, it, it's not the federal government mm-hmm. saying you have to be so I, I get your point, but you're not by law made to get vaccinated. Right. Um, uh, well, it, it, there are some schools that won't take your kid if your kid's not vaccinated. Brandon says, good morning. Perhaps I missed it. But it doesn't seem like the mayor found out anything materially new after talking with the union. The complaints were already known in the city's investigation. As leader of the city, the mayor should have known more about the issues within the police department and taken action earlier. I'm still struggling with her logic of why she waited until after the KTVB report to ask for the resignation. The stumbling Idaho statesman interview was a lot of political word salad, and my perspective is that she's trying to cover for not taking action earlier. It's important for your listeners outside of Boise to pay attention to this story. I suspect that McLean has political ambitions beyond the mayor of Boise, and people need to know about this potential cover-up and lack of proper management. That's Brandon in Boise. You know, he, he, he does ask some good questions there. I don't, I don't know if she waited necessarily. Um, at least that's, that's what she said in the article. Um, she said that the KTVB article helped to make the decision it was a straw, basically the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Because there were a lot of other things going on that were being investigated, being talked about since basically it sounds like last April. But when that article came out, then that was the one that said, yeah. all right, it, we're, um, we're beyond repair here. So trying to fix management, leadership, and communication problems isn't going to work. There's too much here to fix. So it, 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 Yeah, it, it sort of sounds like they were trying to fix it on their own. But then as soon as they got to... Or as soon as they saw the KTVB report, they said, well, now pretty much everybody will know about it. And so let's just take care of it. 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We've got some phone lines open. Um, go ahead and weigh in. It is Open Phones Friday. It's brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Get in today. Don't forget, uh, great breakfast, uh, great lunch, great dinners that you can get. The only place that you can go here uh, north of Las Vegas to get to an Earl of Sandwich, one of the top-rated sandwich companies in the world, um, is at Fast Eddie's. That's the only place you can get it. Get in there uh, today to get your day underway. We'll take a break. Uh, coming up, more of your phone calls and emails on the way. The uh, KBOI Sweet Deal of the Week. Are there still um, uh, any left? There, yes. Chris is keeping an eye on it. I think there's a couple left. If you want to get in on that, go to KBOI.com. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. About halfway uh, through the $50 gift certificates for $25, Deja Brew Bistro. Take advantage of them uh, right now. KBOI.com. Click on the Sweet Deals uh, link. Also on the way. Still coming up. We're getting closer and closer. Sometime before 10 o'clock, we have the uh, chance for you to get the final pair. This is your final chance. This is the last pair anywhere for the Boise State-Fresno State game because the tickets sold out yesterday. So we have your final chance to win your tickets. Get ready to text the word Broncos when you hear your uh, cue to text. 208 336 Just text the word Broncos. One person will be chosen at random to uh, go ahead and uh, get that. Um, John writes in, um, the fudge man says, although Mike was thrilled to enthusiastically report yesterday's two Las Vegas murders, well, you're starting off on the wrong foot already because I was not thrilled. It was horrific and horrible, fudge man. But thank you for trying to make it sound like I was thrilled. Um, Anyway, it goes on to say that yesterday's two Las Vegas murders were committed with a knife, not a gun. His frothy support for guns is a miscue. Um, I don't support guns. I support the Second Amendment, Fudge Man. In the only country with more guns than people, there are startling facts comparing when the two are used as weapons. According to the FBI in 2020, guns were used in 13,663 murders, while knives were used in a measly 739. The early price in human lives this country pays is due to a misrepresentation of the Second Amendment by ignoring it's a well-regulated militia being necessary clause, which is absolutely false. So another falsehood in your uh, email. Rah, rah for guns, the clear winner. We are the murder capital of the Western world. Here's the deal, fudge man, that you seem to miss. The um, knives are not protected by the Second Amendment. So if you want to outlaw knives, you could do it very easily. You wouldn't have to change the Constitution. That's a good point. So... You know, that was the point I was making about how stupid it is to try and outlaw guns that are protected by the Constitution when you have people being murdered by knives that could be just done away with because it's not a protected right by the Constitution. You know what we should do is uh, outlaw murder. That would it, See, now, why don't we do that? I don't get that either. Why don't we make murder against the law and we wouldn't have any of these problems with knives or guns? See, Fudge Man, how stupid that sounds? <laughs> Jeez. Um, let's go to the phones, 208-336-3700. Rich in Boise, you wanted to talk about uh, Biden's uh, marijuana law change. Oh, well, for one thing, first of all, knives are arms, too. The Second Amendment doesn't say the right to bear fire firearms. doesn't say the right to bear guns. It says the right to bear arms. Knives, swords would all be arms. But... Well, they could be, but they're not. But go ahead. Yes, they are. They are. They are. Do you have a point arms. here, or we're going to move on? 
Well, the, the, okay. Well, the, the point is, if you try to rob somebody with a knife, it's armed robbery. But okay, thanks for the call. Uh, Appreciate it. Um, two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. I thought he had something else to talk about, but apparently he wanted to talk about that instead. Um, we're curious as, as to your thoughts about whether or not you think that marijuana is something that the state of Idaho will, I mean, Biden's trying to encourage everybody, all the states that have marijuana being illegal right now to do the same thing that he did yesterday in uh, making basically marijuana legal. For yeah. all intents and purposes, that's what, that's what this His. does, unless, unless it doesn't do in the future. And we don't know as of yet, is this something that happens for future users or is this just something that happens for past users? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, he has uh, issued a pardon for those who are uh, in jail or in prison on marijuana charges, but you have to be uh, just you know have a, you have to have been arrested simply for uh, possessing marijuana simply or somebody it, yeah. saw you smoking it or something like that. So you know you can't be a, a dealer. You can't have been caught with bales of it or whatever. I don't know, does it even come in bales? I don't. I don't have a clue. Anyway, but you you just can't you can't be in jail or prison because you were selling it, distributing it, yeah. carrying it. So if you have a metric ton of um, marijuana, then you're but not going to be getting out of jail. My, my question is: Do people go to prison for pos- possession of like an ounce of marijuana anywhere? I don't know. I think you might get a few days in jail in Idaho or a fine or something. Yeah, I don't think you go to prison necessarily necessarily for it. However, it stays on your record. That's that's the one thing that this does is it it takes away that record, you know, by doing this. So, um, however, to be fair, if if an employer doesn't want somebody who smokes pot, they probably shouldn't have to take someone who smokes pot. Right. But this way, you would not know unless I, I, you actually give them a drug test and they have smoked pot within what? Uh, when, how long does it take pot to leave your system? Not a clue. A couple of weeks, month maybe. So uh, the only way that you would know if, if you are you know, now an employer who wants to employ somebody, uh, if they have a history of pot use, is if you give them an actual drug test because you know, the, by doing this, this will be taken off the record, federally anyway. Like in, in our contract, we don't get drug tested. You but, don't? <laughs> yeah, it's just you. No, uh, we don't. We don't get drug tested, but it's right in our contract that they're uh, if if they find out that we've been using something illegally, that you know we're gone. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in, you can get through this morning. Uh, Mike at kbui.com, Chris at kbui.com. Send us an instant message for our fan page on Facebook. Uh, you can also text us if you would like. By the way, stick around. Text to win. Final pair of Boise State tickets still on the way. Your chance to win those coming up soon. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. We've got breaking news right now. President Biden pardons thousands of people with federal convictions for simple possession of marijuana. In a statement, the president said no one should be in jail for using or possessing marijuana. This is considered a very dramatic step toward the decriminalization of marijuana and addressing laws that disproportionately affect people of color. Agree? 
or disagree. That's what we're talking about this morning. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Should people who have used marijuana recreationally, we're not talking about selling it, distributing it, growing it, making it, using it recreationally, do you agree that they should be released immediately from prison? People who have used in the past should be pardoned. Their record and, cleared. And there are some places where they've, they've documented that if you are a white kid and you get picked up with marijuana, you may get a slap on the wrist compared to a black kid who gets picked up and gets jail time. So it's, it's not really, Boise is not really one of those places. But He is also urging states like Idaho who have state laws against marijuana to do the same as what he did yesterday. Your thoughts, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Frank in Caldwell, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Yes, sir. I got a question. Uh, why ain't the mayor taking and removing all the illegals out of Boise? Why, how much How much does it cost in the city, by the way? Has anybody ever asked the mayor to, re, to tell us how much her policy on the illegals is costing us? I wonder if she would know the answer. Yeah, I'm not. I, oh, I'm yeah. not aware of that. Well, don't you think that'd be a good question to ask? Is how many of these illegals and how much they're costing us? They've cost us over three hundred billion nationally. Why yeah. are they even here? Well, there's the million-dollar question. Isn't it treason to promote the invasion of America? I mean, I thought I grew up thinking it was treason to promote the invasion of America by foreigners, and that's what we got going on right now. Yeah, I believe it's in treason. a certain way, you're, you're definitely not wrong. Thank you for the question. Uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, I did. Uh, this this kind of goes into what he, he the question he's also asking there, because uh, Democrats are starting to say now that the Republicans sending people, the illegals to places like Martha's Vineyard. In New York is now now they're claiming that's causing more people to come into the country because they're going oh wow look at all these great places we go for free once all we have to do is get across the border Mm -hmm. and then um, they send us to places like Martha's Vineyards and apparently they're taking pictures and like look hey we're we're, we made it to America and so now Democrats are claiming so Republicans are causing even more immigration well here's an idea shut down the freaking border And you won't have a problem either way. I, I, <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, at least do something to have them stop streaming or once they get here, send, send them back to the country they just came from. And I'm not talking about the country, not saying, hey, if you're, you're coming from one of these um, countries where they fear but for you know, their lives. But, you know, the, yeah, the, the way the law is right now, if they... If they uh, claim refugee status, they have to have a, a hearing first. And they also have to do it in the first country they come to. That's international law. So uh, international law states that you can't come in from Venezuela, for instance, into Mexico going, eh, we don't like Mexico even though they're an asylum country. We want to go to America or we want to go to Canada and we're going to cross a few different borders to get there. International law states you must file for asylum in the first country that allows asylum, and that's Mexico. Mm -hmm. So they're still traveling another 1,500, 2,000 miles across Mexico to get across the U.S. border. So 
send them back to Mexico to wait. I'm not saying don't allow them to try and come into the U.S. legally, but instead of us paying for them and putting them up, I'm just saying that thing about you know immediately sending somebody uh, back. It's not lawful right now. That you'd have to change the law. Right. Um, instant message in from Terry says there's so much talk about the 500 plus or so people murdered by rifles each year. Some people are willing to remove a right guaranteed by the Constitution because of those deaths, but these same people are silent. While most, almost 70,000 people per year more than we lost in the Vietnam War, die from drugs as president's policies allows across our border. And then they vote Democrat again. Paula wants to ask you, uh, Casper, Biden pardoned all people who had past federal convictions for marijuana possession. Why is this so difficult for you to grasp? No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the part you didn't grasp. You just wanted to know, does it apply to, like, if, if you get picked up for it tomorrow... Today. Are, you, are you pardoned? Today, today yeah. yeah. If you get picked up and arrested today, are you pardoned? Um, because, the, the, I mean, everything we've heard so far is past charges. Right. So does this make it legal? Because yeah, if which, it, if And what you're asking today, is, is, is it, it only it, past charges? Yeah. Because if, it, if, it, if, it, if you get basically the charges scrubbed starting today, you've just made it federally legal to do marijuana in the United States. Maybe. <laughs> right. I mean, am, am I wrong at looking at it that way? That if, uh-huh. if if you if you don't get charged, you don't go to jail, you don't go to prison, and it doesn't go on your records, isn't that basically you've legalized I, marijuana? I think the weirdest thing about marijuana is the fact that it's basically everywhere. It's legal and illegal at the same time. Yeah. Except for Idaho, where it's completely illegal. It's it's illegal in Idaho. Yeah. But that's that's what I don't get. It's legal so, in Oregon statewide, but since they're in the United States, it's not. Yeah, I don't. I totally understand the pardoning of it. I, mm-hmm. I I get that. The part I don't understand is there's a lot of stuff we still don't know. Can you can you do it? Because if you're allowed to do it, it is now legal to do marijuana in the state of Idaho, right? Or not the state of Idaho, federally in the United federally. States. Yeah. Uh, Nick in uh, Boise wanted to talk about the mayor this morning. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I'm a long-time listener, but it's the first time I've called into your show. Well, we appreciate the listening and appreciate you calling in. Hey, so I wanted to bring up a couple of things about Mayor McLean's media releases yesterday, where she spoke about uh, the officers that called in and complained, or, or, or made a formal complaint about the chief of police. She kind of used the words, or she didn't kind of use the words, she actually used the words that the officers were venue shopping, if you look at the articles. And if if she were to say something like that, that's essentially victim-blaming because those officers were looking for an outlet to complain against their leader, against their superior officer, and they were being turned down. They went to Internal Affairs first, and they were told to go to the Human Resource Department. They then went to the Human Resource Department, and they were told to go back to Internal Affairs. Their only other option was to go to the Office of Police Accountability, mm-hmm. and that's what they ultimately had to do. And so then she used the word, they were venue shopping. I think that's pretty inappropriate for a mayor to use those terms when you actually have nine officers coming forward against the chief. And you have to also look at the word she used when she said that there were only nine officers <laughs> that came forward out of 400. I did get that. I did, I did. Yeah, I did. I did think that was fi- kind of interesting that you said only nine out of four. I, I don't. I don't know that venue shopping necessarily no. t- to use that term 
is degrading to them in any way. It seems like it's just it's a, a complaint against the city that they don't have one particular place that they, you know, that that they know that this is where they can complain. Well, I believe that those officers were very well, they had great knowledge of how they were supposed to proceed with a complaint, but they were being turned down. And I think mm-hmm. that's, a, that's, that's unfortunate that the city blocked that, and somebody at some point was actually turning them down. But again, I, I, if I go back to the term, you know, nine officers out of 400, well, there's only 300. You can look at the website. There's only 300 sworn officers on the police department, approximately. There's 400 employees, so 100 of them are civilian employees. But if only nine came forward, how many other people wanted to come forward but were too scared to come forward? Those nine officers are the ones that were brave enough to take on the chief of police. And I think she probably could have done a better job of thanking them for coming forward. I mean, she obviously found enough cause in what they stated in their report to the Office of Police Accountability. She found enough cause to ask for his resignation of just those nine officers. She should be complimenting them and not kind of almost diminishing the fact that only nine came forward. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, I same thing when I when I read the article and uh, listened to it last night when getting ready for the show today and it's it like, sounds like I said the same thing. It's like only nine out of four hundred and it's like isn't one too many? As far as the venue shopping thing, it sounds like she should have said they were forced to venue shop. There. Maybe that would have been a little I, bit better. That, that that's a great point because the city failed those officers at every angle. And they were trying to do the best they could do to report his misconduct. And unfortunately, I think the mayor is probably trying to save herself at this point, and maybe Courtney Washburn, because of the lack of transparency. And that's something that she ran on in her campaign was transparency. But who was really behind the scenes pulling the levers on this one? I think that's what the public wants or should find out. Yeah, and even though she's come forward... Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. One of your callers called in and... Even though she's come forward um, finally after two weeks and talked to two media outlets, I, I don't, and this is my personal opinion, don't still view that as transparency. You think she should have had a press conference? I think she should have had a press conference, and she should have stu- stood up there and, a- and taken the questions that people are asked. Because there's, I think there are still people, just like our last caller just proved, that still have questions. So when she makes a comment like that, only 9 of 400. And it's like, well, how many would be too many then? Would it be 18? Would it be 25? Um, you know? Um, so she, she gets to say what she wants to the two media outlets that I know that she's done um, the uh, interviews with. One of them was the Statesman, and we heard, we played a little bit of a clip from that um, this morning. Uh, Boise Dev is the other interview that she sat down with. Um, I, th- I think if, if you are going to say that you know you're going to have full transparency during your your term as mayor, um, press conference probably is right, and there should be a time for you to stand up there and answer the questions that media and the citizens of Boise might have. We'll take a break. KBOI News Time is nine forty six. Uh, we've got one more segment on the way. If you want to get through, final chance two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, it is our final segment, Deja Brew Bistro is where we're at today. Um, do we, I, I guess before I send people to our website, do we uh, have Deja Brew half-price deals left? Um, Let me see. Let that me was see. our Let sweet deal of the week, by the way, kboi.com. Click on the sweet deals. Most, most of them are gone, but there are still some left. There are a few left. If you want to get in on that, take advantage of that half-price deal. Uh, fully suggest you uh, go ahead and do that right now. Once again, go to kboi.com, click on the sweet deal link, and uh, you can get yourself that deal for uh, 25 bucks. And I suggest you get that protein bowl. I had that. That was just a wonderful breakfast. Great food here. Their bacon is wonderful. I'll tell you that. Corey writes in, is Joe trying to get votes with this federal hippie litus crime pardon? Marijuana is against federal law, so is uh, Joe going to say he can't make laws and then issue an executive order under COVID emergency power again to make marijuana legal in the U.S.? Well, he, he didn't make a law. He just pardoned some people, just, and, and the president can do that. Yeah. Every president has pardoned somebody. Yeah, and, and there are still some, you know, guidance that we need on this. Is this just, as you heard in the uh, one of the drops that we had from one of the news organizations, this is for past discrepancies, uh, or past discretion, uh, indiscretions. Past arrests. Um, <laughs> but does that mean going forward that you will also, because if that, if that, is that, if that's what it means, because he's, then he, you're right, he basically made a law that, you know, makes marijuana legal. Um. So, yeah, there, there's some guidance that we need that I'm sure we're going to be getting here um, in the near term, hopefully. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, this one in from Evan in McCall says, Earlier this week you commented on the Coast Guard rescuer who was terminated for not complying with the Biden vaccine mandate. You question his religious exemption request and ask what religion provides for not getting vaccinations. Um, I didn't question his religious exemption. I just asked what religion. I don't. I don't know. I didn't know. I was no. asking a question that I honestly don't have the answer to. I didn't question his religious exemption request at all. He has a right to request it. Now he was turned down, but I was just curious. It's like because the religion that I follow, the religion that my wife followed, neither one of those have religious exemptions. So right. the, the two that I know of don't. So I was curious what religions do. Uh, the question you should be asking yourself is why are we mandating a vaccine that doesn't prevent infection, spread of virus, what is currently no more deadly than the average cold? That's 100% false, Evan. Um, there have been hundreds of thousands of more people in the last two years killed by COVID than the common cold. I mean, that's just a false statement. Um, whether you believe in vaccines working or not, that to make a statement that no more people have been killed by COVID than by the common cold. Well, you know, and even the CDC says that the, that the point of getting the vaccination at this point is that when you do get COVID, it won't be uh, something that'll kill you um, if you have if you're vaccinated. You'll still get sick, but it won't kill you. He goes on to say, why are we mandating a vaccine that other countries are now banning for people younger than 50 years old? Again, another thing that has been proven is completely false. It started in a viral tweet or whatever that the Netherlands had done. So anyway, thanks. Uh, Deja Brew, once again, hometown breakfast. Thanks for Cloverdale Plumbing. Have yourself a great week.